we're gonna we're gonna start off in the, in the book of Psalms. So I know you ain't gonna be able to help me there, but we'll be going to other scriptures. Uh, we'll be, we're fixing we're fixing to get a new system for along that for, uh, for some reason or other he can't pull up Psalms on. It's not in our system here now, but we'll hopefully we'll have it for long. But I want to call your mind to Psalms chapter 43 and just one verse, verse number 5, for our text tonight. Hallelujah. Psalms chapter 43 and verse 5. Praise God. Um, you ever know anybody talk to their self? Well, hallelujah. Well, I have been told that talking to yourself is not half as bad as when you start answering yourself, then you've got a problem. <laughs> well, uh, the psalmist David here was kind of talking to himself uh, in our Scripture text. He says, Why are you cast down, O my soul? Hey, down in there, why are you so gloomy and down in the dumps? Hallelujah. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you disturbed within me? Hallelujah. I've known a few disturbed people in my day. Hallelujah. <laughs> he says, Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him who is the health of my continence and my God. That's a powerful little verse right there. I'm going to read it one more time. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you disturbed within me? Hope in God. Now, remember now, he's talking to himself. He's telling himself this. For I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my continence and my God. I'd like for you to turn to your neighbor and tell them I'm coming out of this mess. Hallelujah. Turn to somebody else and tell them that. I'm coming out of this mess. Hallelujah. Give God a hand clap of praise. Praise God. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just feel like it. the Lord gave me this word tonight to kind of give somebody some encouragement. I feel like it may be somebody here. Uh, God knew it was going to be here because I always pray, and, and I've told you this before. When I begin to seek God for a message, I always pray and say, Lord, you know everybody's going to be there tonight, and you know what's needed. Hallelujah. I don't. I don't, um, uh, you know, I, I can't figure that out, but God knows everything. And uh, and I believe it. I believe there's somebody who needs an encouraging word tonight, and I feel like maybe if you can get a hold of some kind of way, the Word of God, not what I'm saying because I'm nothing and can't do anything, but if you can get a hold of the Word of God, I believe you can leave here tonight with something that will encourage you and lift you up and let you, amen, go through this coming week, amen, in victory. The day and hour in which we are living has brought about much discomfort and depression within the heart of many people. Uh I, even though my father's gone now, I've been gone for some time, and uh, and he was um, he was in his twenties uh, when the depression hit in 1929, and uh, man, he told stories that there's no way that I could relate to in my day. But 
he used to tell stories of how people went to bed one night and um, they thought they was well off and had a few thousand dollars in the bank, uh, but woke up next morning and they was completely flat broke, busted, and uh, and they were people right here in this city jumping off of buildings downtown Nashville, committing suicide, uh, taking their life. Uh, and although we have not reached a time quite like that depression era, yet yet we're living in a day that a lot of people are feeling a great amount of discomfort and depression. And I'm told through what I've heard through some uh, um, uh, different uh, uh, surveys and stuff that has gone forth, uh, that even within the rank of the church, there has been an increase in the taking of various antidepressants and anxiety drugs due to the pressures of life weighing in heavy on many hearts. Uh, and, you know, I have seen some cold, heartless, and sensitive people in talking to somebody that's going through some kind of depression or anxiety, they have the attitude of, well, you just need to straighten yourself up and pick up and just go on. I'm going to tell you something. It's easy to talk that when you don't have to walk the walk they're walking. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, you you need to have, have gone down the same pike that that person had. Because we don't know. We don't know what an individual is going through. We don't know what kind of struggles that are inside them. And we all need to pray as children of God that God help us be more sensitive to our fellow man. We need to pray for God to help us be more sensitive to our brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. And the Word of God even tells us through the Apostle Paul's writing, he, if you're strong and you can carry some things like that, well, praise God. The Bible says, ye who are, who are strong should bear the infirmities of the weak, not pleasing yourself. Hallelujah. So, uh, but even within the body of Christ, there, there is a, a lot of things going on, a lot of struggles that's going on in people's spirit and in mind. But I've come here to tell somebody tonight that you don't have to worry any longer. Hallelujah. You don't have to spend the money that you need for other things on doctors and drugs that will do nothing about your problem. All it will do is just numb you up to where you can't feel as much of the pain. Hello, somebody. That's all the drugs do. They don't solve your problems. All they do is just let you walk around in a kind of numb state where you don't feel it as much. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to know that Jesus Christ can deliver you from the problem. He can rid you of the situation. Hallelujah. And if he chooses not to just to take you, uh, 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 take you up and set you out of it, he will give you the strength that you need to take you through it. Hallelujah! I like the song that the Shams used to sing. Hallelujah! What he don't keep you from, he'll take you through. He will give you the strength. Hallelujah! Glory to God. Hallelujah. I feel His presence right now. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. I want you to do this one more time. Amen. I'm not going to preach to you real long tonight, but I do have this burden in my soul. Look at your neighbor again and say, Neighbor, I'm coming out of this mess. I refuse to be held captive. Hallelujah. I refuse to be held captive by fear, by worry, and doubt, because I'm a child of the King, and I shall yet praise Him.
Now, if you know anything about David, he was a praiser. We all ought to have a praise by reading about David. He was a worshiper and a praiser. But evidently, whatever he was going through there in this time, amen, he was disturbed inside. He was going through some struggles. And evidently, he wasn't, he, he didn't have his heart tuned up. Evidently, his heart must have been laying in a corner for a little bit because of the struggle that he's going through. But he says, Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him who is the health of my continents and my God. Somebody said it this morning, but I want to reiterate this tonight. I don't care what kind of struggle, amen, or problem, amen, that you're going through. But if you are a child of the King tonight, amen, and you've been born again and have His blood applied to your heart, glory to God, I'm here to tell you that you can praise your way through every situation. Oh, hallelujah, that comes your way. You can praise your life through every situation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. That old devil sitting back on the side. Amen. Just a laughing. Amen. And snickering and carrying on. Every time I can hear him doing that, I just say, Hallelujah, I'm coming out of this mess. Glory to God, I'm not going to linger here. I'm not going to wallow here. Amen. I'm getting up and I'm getting out. Glory to God. Because there's a song the sister sung a while ago. Greater is he that's within me. Oh, hallelujah. And he that is in the world. My, 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 hallelujah. Glory to God, devil, I'm coming out of this mess. Hallelujah. Well, let preacher tell us in Memphis at time. I'm going to die another day. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Buzzards, you can just go on, fly on down the pike. Go on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. My bones ain't ready to bake in the sun yet. Hallelujah. I might die, but it ain't going to be today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Through the grace of God and through His strength and help, I'm getting out. I'm coming out, and I'm getting out of the mess. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I feel His presence. Hallelujah. I want to give you, I want to give you some examples tonight. And some that you, that you know of, I'm sure. Nothing new about God's Word, but uh, I want to go to the book of Genesis, 37th chapter. We're going to read about Joseph and his pit adventure. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Genesis chapter 37, verses 23 and 24. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. What does this say here? And it came to pass, when Joseph came into his brothers, that they stripped Joseph out of his coat, his coat of many colors, and that was on him. And they took him and they cast him into a pit. The pit was empty. There was no water in it. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to stop and let's just kind of go back and think about it and remember this story a little bit. It's been a while since we talked about this or dealt with it. But let's, let's just think about this young man by the name of Joseph. A man, hallelujah, who God had his hand on his life. He was a man who had a purpose. He was given a purpose even before he was born. But yet, amen, he found himself in the bottom of a pit, which was actually an old dried-up well that his own brothers, family members, had just cast him into and thrown him 
If there ever, listen to me, church, if there ever was a man who had a right to feel misused and ill-treated by God and man, it was Joseph. Hallelujah. He demonstrated honor, integrity, and a right spirit, even in the face of adversity and hardship. I believe, I don't know the Bible don't actually say this, but I just, I feel that, that I knew there had to be something that kept Joseph going all through everything that he went with and everything that he went through. And personally, this is, this is my feelings, my belief. I believe it's somewhere down deep inside. He was telling himself. He was talking to himself just like David was. A few minutes ago when we was reading our opening text, I believe it's somewhere way down deep inside. Joseph was telling himself, I'm coming out of this mess, glory to God. He says, I remember a dream that God, amen, gave me. And God would not allow me to die here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I know what I've experienced at home when my father, I know the blessing. I've had. I remember the dream that God had placed in my mind and in my heart. And I don't believe God is going to let me die in this pit. I'm coming out of here. Hallelujah. Give him praise. Give him praise tonight, church. And it seemed like that the enemy was doing everything he could to stop the purpose of Joseph in his life. He got out of the pit, but he wound up in Egypt as a slave. And then somebody preached the message one time, said from titled the message from the pit to the palace, but but it didn't quite come like that. He went from the pit to the prison. He ended up in the palace, but he went to the prison. Hallelujah. I mean it was a long, hard struggle with Joseph. Hallelujah. I mean, it seemed like he was being fought by, by every turn. And why was it? Listen, folks. The devil knew. The devil's always been after God's people. And in the Old Testament, God's people was the nation of Israel. Hallelujah. And if the devil could have caused Joseph to give up and lay there and die in the pit or die in the prison then he knew that he would wind up destroying the people of God because the devil knew that God had called Joseph, amen, to be a deliverer. Hallelujah for his people. Can I tell you tonight, church, it ain't just about you when you're going through the struggles that you're going through. Hallelujah. But God, God and even the, and the devil knows that everybody that you're going to be able to testify to, everybody you're going to be able to witness to, everybody you're going to be help along the way, the devil knows that he can take you down. He may take some family members down that's going to come to God because of you. Hallelujah. Praise God. It ain't just about you. It's not just about me, but it's about the total plan of God. That's what we got to focus on. That's what we got to look, look into. Hallelujah. Everybody in here, amen, and Christian people all over this planet, every one of us, amen, we affect people's lives. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And if you, amen, die in the pit, amen, then it's going to take somebody else down. Come on. Think about it. Hallelujah. 
the devil wants to stop you, not just because of you, but because of your influence and what you can do if you stay glued to God and live for God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul. Hallelujah. So think about that and remember that. Hallelujah. Amen. And I believe, amen, it was that dream down deep inside of Joseph's heart that he remembered that kept him going, saying, I'm going to hold on. I'm going to keep believing God. I mean, even after adversary and after trial and after trial, it seemed like he would never make it to the palace. But guess what? He got there. Hallelujah. And God used him to bring deliverance, amen, to a people that was going to turn into a nation of people. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank God, amen, for his deliverance power. Thank God for men and women who's got some fortitude about them saying, Hallelujah, I'm going to trust God no matter what. Hallelujah, live, die, sink, or swim. I'm going to trust him. The Job said, though he slay me. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So I believe somewhere deep inside, he says, God would not allow me to die here because my dream is going to lift me up and propel me into my destiny. Hallelujah. The dream that he had was going to take him out of that pit, take him out of that prison, and literally propel him into the destiny that God had ordained for his life. Hallelujah. And while we're talking about that, let me go to the next point. And I want to talk just a little bit about God's designed purpose. Hallelujah. A well-quoted scripture is misquoted a lot. And that's Romans 8 and 28. A lot of times I hear people say, well, you know, the Bible says all things, all things are good for those who got, love God. No, that's, that's, that's not quite right. Hallelujah. It's not quite how it's written. Hallelujah. Romans 8 and 20. For he said, for I know that all things work together. That's good things and bad things. God's going to cause them to work together for the good to those who love the Lord, to those who are the called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. I believe that we it's time that we start thinking and wondering and seeking God about what purpose he has for us. Hallelujah. He did not save you. Amen. And he did not touch you and fill you with his spirit just because you could come to church. Amen. And clap your hands and do a patty cake and, and dance around the aisle. Hallelujah. But there's a purpose. Amen. For each and every saint in the body of Christ. I want you to understand. And God has been really dealing with me about this. Hallelujah. And, and you know around here that I've been, I've been working on this and, and doing a lot of teaching and preaching about this. Too many people think ministry is just what what I'm doing right here. But ministry goes well beyond what's, what's done in the pulpit. Every believer in the body of Christ has a ministry. Hallelujah. There is a work and there's a ministry. Hallelujah. I never will forget the first time that I went to Alexander, Louisiana, um, you know, uh, there to the, uh, the Pentecostals of Alexander, the, the Mangans Church there, that big, nice church. Uh, and um, uh, it, it was uh, circled around and many, many doors that went around. And over every door, they had the sign, everybody a minister. Everybody a minister. We all have the capability and, and the power, and God will use you to minister to other people. Do you know? 
you don't have to just use that telephone of tootle the devil where you call and do a lot of gossiping. But God could use you sometime to call somebody and minister somebody to speak a word of encouragement to them. Hallelujah. Somebody, and you know what, when we stay in that attitude and we, and, and, and we see God and we stay in the prayer, God can lay it upon your heart to give somebody a call that's many miles away from you. To, let, to speak to you and just, hey, I don't know how, how many of this happened, but there have been a lot of times in my life that I was going through some struggles, and just at the right time, God would allow somebody to call, somebody to speak that encouraging word. Thank God, hallelujah, for his power. Amen. Thank God for people who will allow them to be used by God, and thank God for, for ministers who don't try to bind the neck of the people of God. Hallelujah. There's got to be a certain amount of liberty and freedom in the kingdom of God. We're not talking about going crazy and a bunch of confusion and all that. But hallelujah, we, we, we need to let God move. Amen. In our midst. Hallelujah. That's the only way that the gifts can be in operation in the body of Christ. Because to one is given to one gift and to another and some other gift. And we need to learn, amen, to move so we can all minister that way unto God. Hallelujah. Praise God. God God has got a designed purpose. Hallelujah. I'm fixing to go to Isaiah chapter 14 and verse 27 in just a minute, uh, Sean. But listen to me. Sometimes we allow adversity in our lives to overshadow our dreams and our vision. Now think about that for a moment. Sometimes we allow the adversities that we're going through to kind of put a shadow over everything that we have every time in our life have felt God leading us to or calling us to. Hallelujah. We allow Satan to get us all disturbed. Remember what David said? He said, talk to his soul. Why are you cast down on my soul? Why are you disturbed within me? Sometimes we allow Satan to get us all disturbed and bit out of shape when these things happen, we need to do like the writer of the text said, hope in God. Don't put your hope and trust in man. Hallelujah. If you, if you, I don't, I don't care how, how wise some of them in Washington think that they are, our help and our deliverance is not going to come from Washington. It don't matter who's in charge. Hallelujah. I'm glad. I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm glad I walk and live under another authority. Hallelujah. I walk and I live under another authority. Hallelujah. Amen. My citizenship is in heaven. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm only here temporarily. I'm, I'm an ambassador. Hallelujah. Of heaven. You're an ambassador to heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and we're sojourning right here. And we're under another authority. We're under another leadership. We're living in the kingdom of God and the kingdom of light. Hallelujah. Amen. And we don't, let the, we don't need to let this earthly, worldly system to get us down and cause us to get all bent out of shape and disturbed and cast a shadow on what God has planted. Many of us have planted something in your heart since you was a young, young, young child. And it's never come to fruition yet just simply because you've allowed Satan to overshadow everything. Hallelujah. 
I think it's time for us to step into the purpose that God has ordained in our life. Hallelujah. And tell the devil, say, devil, I'm getting out of this mess. You're not going to keep me here. You're not going to keep all this trouble upon me. I'm coming up and out of here. Hallelujah. Because I want to step into my destiny and fulfill the purpose that God has for me in my life. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, it's not over. Hallelujah. It's not over. Glory to God. Too many people think it's over when it's not over. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise God. It's not over yet, church. It's not over. I don't care what you're going through. It's not over. Hallelujah. A lot of people commit suicide, take their own life because they let the devil think it's over with. I mean, why, why live any longer? Hallelujah. We need to stop listening to the devil's lies. We need to stop listening to the devil's lies. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you what. He, he, he'll say, if you listen to the lies of Satan, he'll sell you an old clunker of a car as a one-owner from a little old lady living in Pasadena. They only drove two or three miles a day going back and forth to, to church and Sunday school. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. And some of, some of us... <laughs> Some of us laugh, laugh about that, but some of us have been sold them cars by the devil. Every, every time you listen to his lie, hallelujah. Some of you, some of you done got so gullible by listening to the devil talking to you and sitting on your shoulder. He, he's he's unsold you two or three times, brother. He's unsold you oceanfront property in Arizona. Hello, come on. The Bible said the devil is a liar and the father of lies. Hallelujah. I had somebody come to me one time, a sister of cancel, and I've never seen a person so distraught. This, this lady, she loved God. She had been raised up in the church. She loved the Lord, and she, she did everything she could uh, to live for God and dedicate her life. She believed uh, sanctification. She believed in holiness. She believed, I mean, everything to live her life toward the Lord. But uh, she kept having, talking about dreams. She started kept having a... Uh, a dream. And in this dream, she was being chased. Chased by a serpent of some kind. And she she told me she, she'd just run and run, try to hide. But it seemed like no matter where she went or how fast she ran, that serpent was always on her trail. And And she was literally shaking. And she decided finally to come come to me a lot. It, it's kind of hard for different folks. I don't know some folks to uh, to come to um, uh, uh, the pastor and, uh, and and get counsel and stuff. And I don't know for, for, for various reasons. But she she held on. But she finally decided to break down and come and, and and talk to me. When she finally had the dream that that serpent stood up. And begin to talk to her and says, you just wells to quit running, quit hiding, because I will get you. I will get you. And she was scared to death. She was shaking. She says, I, she says, I don't want to backslide. I don't want to give up on God because I've, 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 I've lived my life for the Lord. And she said, I fought this and I struck this. She said, and the, it, these dreams are so real. 
and I guess she thought it strange. And maybe she, I don't know, at first maybe it took it the wrong way, but I didn't intend it that way, but I just began to smile. And I, and I started laughing. And I, I could see this funny look on her face. And uh, she was asking, you know, why is he laughing? Finally, I told her, I said, sis, I said, you got the answer what you're looking in your dream by the devil who was chasing you. How is that? How is that? I said, did not he say that he was going to get you? In the end, it's going to be, he's going to get you? Yes. I said, then you need, if you have that dream again, you need to start praising God and thanking God because the Bible says that the devil is a liar and the father of it. I'm t- I said, we all, I said, look here, look at it this way. We all know that the scriptures teach that it's impossible for God to lie. I said, do you believe that? She says, yeah, God can't lie. I said, just because of the very nature of Satan, it's just impossible for him to tell the truth. I said, when he told you that you wasn't going to make it, when he told you that he was finally going to catch up to you, you can automatically take that for the opposite of what he said because he cannot tell the truth. I said, that's the key to his victory. And praise God, she came away rejoicing. Hallelujah. It's impossible for the devil to tell the truth. He can't, it's 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 just totally against his nature. He can't he can't do it. So we need to just listen sometimes to how he says some of the things he says when he talks to us. Hallelujah. Amen. So, folks, it's not over. When the devil tells you it's over, it's not over. Hallelujah. I'm coming out of this mess. I shall yet praise my God. Hallelujah. When you understand God has a purpose in your life, then you can be assured that nothing... Nothing can stop that purpose from being fulfilled. There's nothing can stop the purpose. If God has got a purpose for you in your life, I want you to go to Isaiah and put it up on the screen right now. Isaiah 14 and 27. Hallelujah. Listen to this. For the Lord of hosts has purposed, and who shall disannul it? (laughs) And his hand is stretched out, and who shall turn it back? Oh, glory to God. That's shouting ground, folks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord of hosts has purpose, and who shall you tell me who it is in hell and out of hell or on planet earth? Hallelujah. If God's got a purpose, who can this or know that purpose? There's nobody bigger than my God. There's nobody greater than my God. Hallelujah. Praise God. And hallelujah, when his hand stretched out, who shall turn it back? Hallelujah. You can get out of the mess that you find yourself in. You can be victorious and overcome. I'm bringing this message to a close right now. Hallelujah. We're going to we're going to sing a chorus. I believe this I don't I don't believe that God's word ever goes out and returns void. I believe it always accomplishes that which is purposed. And I believe God wanted somebody 
to hear this tonight. You gotta, you gotta first settle in your mind that God, God's got a purpose for you. He's got a design for you. The devil and all his imps can't stop that. He can't disannul that. Hallelujah. What you gotta do is hope in God. Don't let yourself be disturbed in mind, body, or soul. But you hope in God. You trust in Him. You're not going to get the victory. The victory's already here, brother. Brother Dallas, we already got the victory. Hallelujah. The victory's already here. We don't have to sit around and wait on it. It's already here. We just got to learn to trust God and believe upon Him. I want everybody to stand. I'm going to step over to the keyboard. We're going to sing Hallelujah. Course or so a song. If there's anybody here tonight, feel like God has spoken to your heart at all, you need to come just kneel down and talk to the Lord and say, God, I trust you that you're going to pull me up out of this. I don't care what your situation may be, what kind of struggle, what kind of heart heartache it's you that you're feeling, what kind of pain you're going through. You just need to claim your ground and territory in Jesus Christ tonight that you are a child of the King. Hallelujah. And God will keep you and bring you to victory. The Bible says that we are more than conquerors. Not just conquerors, more than conquerors. Him that loved us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord.